Hi everybody, this is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and I've got Sunny here, my little uh, Maltese, little seven-month-old little guy with me, and Holly's over there, um, hanging out, probably going to chirp at any moment, letting us know his presence, and the lovies, my lovebirds, are hanging out over there as well, enjoying the morning sun, and uh, today's topic is, I was just thinking about it, Um, I was thinking about the concept of crafting related to isolated companionship. Holly, right on cue. Way to go. Way to go, baby. Um, I think a lot of us are experiencing isolation during this time, during these crazy COVID times, or perhaps we are crafters that um, maybe certain circumstances in your life, um, you're, you're dealing with some conditions or issues that don't allow you to bounce around as much as you used to. So you kind of settled into a crafting zone to uh, relax or unwind or experience a Zen uh, type of uh I don't know, escapism, would you say? Just somewhere to take your mind to a happy place. Or perhaps um, you just really like hanging out by yourself. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I grew up as an only child, and I'm actually pretty comfortable hanging out with myself. I'm uh, a good self-entertainer. You give me a pile of uh, papers and glue and scissors, and I can be happy for hours. Lost forever. Time will disappear. Life is good. It's all the rest of that life that just keeps creeping in and uh, trying to uh, throw a damper on things. So sometimes it's kind of Uh, nice to have a place where you can go and just dive in and lose yourself in amongst the papers uh, and in amongst the glue. So yeah, I was kind of thinking, looking through a lot of the comments I get from people and um, seems like a lot of people are are in the boat of being on their own. Um, I have people who say they're horizontal crafters. Some people are literally bed bound, um, but they're crafting and hats off to them that they're, they're uh, finding ways where they can bring some enjoyment and uh, pleasure and maybe some camaraderie. You know, thank goodness for the internet because um, um, with all of its foibles and all of its evils, it does have a way of bringing people together uh, surrounded by with common interests and that's that's nice because we get to craft together from all corners of the world and um, learn from each other from all corners of the world and that that's amazing when you think about it and um, it can be a nice light social contact you can interact with each other in the comments on YouTube videos or if you're a big Facebook user you can interact through commenting and seeing what other people are doing um, crafting wise um, this is all geared towards crafting wise and um, it can be it can be a nice feeling of connection especially if uh, we're feeling a little a little alone I mean maybe you have pets maybe you don't maybe Maybe uh, your house is a zoo, um, or maybe uh, you would love to have pets, but maybe it's just too work, too much work at this point in time, or maybe you just feel like mm, a pet might be a 20-year-ish, 10 to 20-year-ish commitment, and maybe I, I'm just not ready to make that commitment, and that's fine too. Um, there's certainly no have-tos in this world, and pets certainly bring a um, interesting dimension to the crafting world. If you do have one, they. Um, they kind of muss up your space a little bit and they uh, want your attention and they want to be played with and cuddled and coochie cooed and fed and watered and walked and all those other things that go along with pet care. Um, but, um, they're a pleasant distraction. At least I found that in my world. Um, and I haven't quite figured out how to incorporate, um, uh, puppy hair into uh, the craft world yet, but I'm sure that'll probably come at some point in time. But no, that will be just from clippings and, and 
and not removed prematurely. <laughs> Sunny will have to approve all puppy hair being used into the uh, crafting. But um, uh, puppy's not a puppy. Sunny is not a big shedder, so um, his breed doesn't shed a lot. So I don't get a lot of loose hair, but we do have to go through clippings because he grows long hair and uh, it can become it can get in his way and uh, then he can't see very well he drags his little chin through the through the um his food bowls and we just need to do a little you know trimming maintenance every once in a while so we're getting a little better at that we're navigating ourselves so i would say it's a very personal space inside the craft room um a lot of um, thinking and idea uh, creation goes on in there and sometimes it's nice to have a quiet space to do that and I you know I kind of laugh because um, you know doing all the videos um, there's no quiet space I'm, I'm constantly yakking and uh, um, you know I just uh, kind of go with the flow kind of go with where it takes me and uh, try not to fight little intuitions or inspirations but embrace them and move forward and uh, give them a go and uh, why not, right? Um, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty low on the danger scale um, as far as things in life. I mean, we're not skydiving, we're not, you know, race car driving. We are just crafting. Yeah, we may get a paper cut. Yeah, we may um, um, nip a finger off on a scissor or a craft knife. It happens. I know. I've been there. We might fall off our craft chair. I know. I've been there. But um, relatively speaking, um, risk versus reward ratio um, compared comparison I think we're pretty good we're in a good spot and I think we've carved out it's almost like a little cave and uh, where we can sort of I kind of picture I don't know I have this uh, picture of Geppetto you know working in his little uh, um, you know studio making puppets and things like that I kind of feel like that when I'm sitting in my craft room and I'm just kind of all huddled away and it's cozy and uh, I kind of like it when the weather's blustery outside because it makes me want to snuggle in and be even cozier and uh, you know get a nice hot cup of tea and today I've got what what is this tea it's called um oh this is my latest thing I like I was drinking some flavored waters before, like I would get regular bottles of water and then squirt flavor in it, but I thought maybe that's not the greatest stuff. Maybe I should just switch to tea, and um, because it's not that cold here, sometimes um, I'll make a cold tea, and I'll just throw a, um, you know, an herbal tea bag into a glass of water and let it sit there and steep in the, in the coldness of it all, and eventually it becomes tea. It might take an hour or so to get some color, or not even that long sometimes, but uh, it's got some flavor. And it's not so, um, you know, blah watery going down. So we do little different things to kind of um, feather our little nest and create a comfortable space for ourselves in our isolated companionship. And I feel it too. I feel like sometimes I just want to hear somebody's voice. I want to hear um, that there's other, there's another human in the room with me, even if they're not physically with me. Um, that's why it means so much when I hear from you guys. I hear comments or I hear, you know, your thoughts or feelings or something like that. Or you tell me what you're doing or what you're making or you show me what you're doing or making. It just, it, it creates this sense of coziness. It's like togetherness, where, you know. Um, but, you know, the kind, the neat thing about it is you don't have to, you know, prepare for somebody coming over, clean up the whole place, dress it up, all that kind of stuff, have snacks, uh, you know, available for people. You can just connect and, and be easy and breezy when you want to connect. It's, it's uh, our choice. We can 
click on when we want to click on and we can click off when we want to click off and uh, that way we can enjoy our alone time and we can enjoy a little bit of companionship time and I think it really serves a huge purpose I was actually dumbfounded and gobsmacked at the um, number of people who are on their own and crafting for all sorts of different reasons. Um, you know, some people are working their way through uh, depression or anxiety or uh, bipolar or, you know, what have you not, it doesn't matter. Uh, but um, it can really uh, ground ground people. I, I get a lot of responses that um, it doesn't even matter what we're doing. The point is that we're just sort of together and understanding that everybody is um, here for a different reason, but we're all here for some of the same reasons. We're here um, to enjoy life, feel better, have some fun, and kind of um, just forget the rest of the world for a little while. All that crazy stuff can go on. It can just go on and it does. It just keeps going and going and going. Um, But that little special space, which we carve out for ourselves, whether it's a glorified whole, you know, fancy drawers craft room, or it is just a tiny little TV tray, you know, that you might use on the couch, um, or you sit in bed and you craft right from your bed and you create your own universe from there. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's kind of uh, refreshing. And I think it's very creative of all of you guys for doing that because you're finding a way. And these little tiny things that we can do to make our lives just a little bit better, the tiny tweaks of life, just a little tweak here and a little tweak there. Maybe it's a scented candle. Maybe it's a cup of cold um, steeped tea or warm hot steeped tea. If you're, I know a lot of you are freezing right now, so maybe hot steeped tea would be a really good thing. Um, something soothing. Maybe it's a, a warm bath. Maybe it's some bath salts. Maybe it's something that just gives that sense of cozy. Hey, don't hold yourself back from getting crazy hygge slippers. If you've never experienced the crazy hygge reading socks, they're really comfy and they're just all about comfort, not about looks, totally about comfort. Um, what can I tell you? Um, they, um, make my feet happy. I have a a cold floor in that room. And sometimes if I'm standing there barefoot, which I, in the summer, I I, I barefoot craft. Let's just be open and honest about this. It happens. Probably not the safest thing. I could drop scissors. I could drop a craft knife, but sometimes I'm just sitting there barefoot crafting, you know, and I'm okay. I mean, you know, haven't seen a lot of, uh, you know, scissor foot drop injuries. I know it happens. I know it happens, but, um, you know, it's been okay so far. And the little, you know, things that I have had come up along the way, um, I've dealt with. Okay, well, wasn't that a nice little uh, unexpected telephone interruption there? Apparently, I didn't hit the uh, the proper button. Um, um, so we carry on from here. So, um, yeah, different things that you can do to make your little area comfortable for you, no matter where it is. And the fact that we can experience some camaraderie, some friendship, some, you know, people that we would never meet otherwise, let's, let's face it. And, and maybe they're short and quick interactions, but they're meaningful and they matter. And I think that's what creates a level of richness around crafting, because I try and think back in, in the olden days, um, crafting, um, uh, a lot of crafting was utilitarian. I mean, we made things 
for survival. We made our clothes, we made tools, we made this, we made that. Um, but then when we threw a little style in it, we threw a little fanciness into it, all of a sudden it became fun, and then it became um, uh, this thing called crafting, uh, where apparently all of a sudden people had extra time to do these other things. Well, crafting can be for utilitarian purposes. I mean, we make books, right? So, And books are very utilitarian. You can... Uh, I don't have to explain to you why a book is utilitarian. You know that. I know you know that. But uh, they've been around for centuries. Trust me. They're really, really useful. And um, But we kind of take it in a different spin where we take a book and we might tear a book apart before we create a book. Or we might um, create a book out of nothing or out of a cracker box or, um, you know, who knows what. And it might be a book of different of a different style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like maybe it's um, maybe it's a chock full chunky monkey lookbook that's just you know um, you say well that's not really utilitarian it's not easy to write in it's really big it could be used as a door stopper I mean what up um, well but maybe it brings joy maybe it brings adventure maybe it brings exploration maybe it brings inspiration so it can be utilitarian in that uh, way it can also be used as a place to tuck little secret things and notes and stuff like that and um, collections it can work like a scrapbook or an art journal um, a gathering of thoughts and quotes and poems and and all sorts of wonderful things so um, there's a lot many utilitarian aspects to our our junk journals or the books we create or the little pieces of um, embellishments that we make or the little doodads that we tuck in there and um, because there are no rules and because there's no right or wrong only you you can define what works for you, what makes your heart sing, and what um, keeps you going and motivated in your journey through life. And um, if you've embraced crafting, or if you're dabbling, maybe you're new, maybe this, you're just sticking a big toe in because you were never one of those crafty types. That was always those other people. And this is new to you. And you're like, hmm, these people seem to be having a lot of fun over there. Maybe I need to go explore what's going on. Maybe I could have some fun too. Absolutely. There is no shortage to the amount of fun you can have. And it is completely unrelated to what your project looks like at the end. Um, so, yeah, if you get that little urge, and, and maybe you're actually wondering, hmm, am I addicted to crafting? Have you ever wondered that? Have you ever, you know, you're going through your day and you're like, okay, how many minutes till I can start crafting? Will everybody please get out of the house so the house will be quiet so I can start crafting? Can, can I please get all my chores done so I can start crafting? Or maybe I have to come home from work and I can't craft till I get home from work and I got to take care of the kids and, and the pets and all that stuff. And finally, I can sit down and, ah, craft. <laughs> um, or maybe you're crafting on the way out the door in the morning. Just let me glue down a few couple things before. Before, um, before I actually run off into the universe and, and do all those have-tos, and I'm anxiously waiting till I get back home and I can just dive back in where nobody will bug me. Okay, everybody still bugs me, but maybe I can pretend like nobody will bug me. and uh, Or maybe nobody does bug you because you're by yourself, and that's okay. It's totally okay. I mean, I think that there's a special peace of mind when you are by yourself where your mind can go that it doesn't go there when there's... Um, input from other thoughts, other people, other interactions, 
comments, whatever it is, the phone, the television, the YouTube video, um, when you're just there with your own mind, and that's the isolated part of companionship. When you are truly isolated, and let's say the electricity is not working, or you are having bad internet connection, it's just you and the paper, just you and the paper, and that's it. Um, are you going to um, dive in and just be there with your own mind and your own thoughts and see where they can lead you? Um, I do a lot of my, um, I want to call it deep crafting, when I'm really uh, like knee deep into a big chunky monkey journal and stuff. Um, often I will do that without any um, input from the outside. Sometimes I will have background uh, voices on and uh, listen to YouTube videos or music or, um, you know, uh, you know, or something completely unrelated. Like, uh, what was I doing recently exploring, um, oh, the like documentaries about uh, biographies about different famous people. Um, I don't know. I watched one about Gloria Vanderbilt. I watched another one about, um, um, some, uh, oh, Henry VIII. I mean, whatever it was, just this voice in the background that helped me feel like there was a little bit of a companion there. But I could, my little crafty part of my brain could still function on its own. And sometimes I craft in complete silence where there's nothing. Yeah, just me and my brain. Wow, that's scary. Um, but it is interesting where the brain can go when there's no other interruptions or distractions. Um, and I know it's been a really good craft session when I realized that there is no other extraneous sound, no other voice. And I've been crafting for hours and I'm completely immersed and lost in the process and in the project and, um, just having fun the whole way. Um, no matter what happens, whether it turns out great or I, I need to do a few little repairs and things like that. And, uh, oh, we should do a, a something about little repairs. There's so many little repairs we can do, uh, to our projects that can make things so much easier. All right, Sunny, write that down, write that, capture that idea, please. Will you please do that? But, um, yeah, isolated companionship in the crafting world. I think a lot of us have experienced it. You know, even if you have a family alone uh, at home and you're not physically alone, but you feel like you can escape into your world of crafting, which gives you that feeling of being alone. And sometimes that's a welcoming and refreshing. And other times we need human interaction to thrive and grow and be inspired. Sometimes it can be scary to be on your own with your own thoughts. And sometimes it feels better to have input from others that can help guide you to a happier, um, more positive place. And uh, we all deserve that. And I think it, it ebbs and flows with time. And, uh, you know, when I see, hear, and feel somebody getting excited about their craft... Uh, whether they're a longtime crafter or whether they're brand new to the process, it doesn't matter. But there's a certain, I want to say a squeak or a squeal in their voice or in their comment or in their email or in their DM. It, you can just feel it like the, the fire and the passion that's burning. Um, and it's, it's just wonderful to see because you just know that somebody's experiencing that spark, that spark of inspiration and creativity and intuition is guiding them. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I saw what you did. And then I thought, what if I did this? And then they're off on their own little rabbit trail. They're just having so much fun. And I'm thinking, wow, I would have never thought of that. No, 100 million zillion years. I think that's awesome. And, um, um, and then, you know we share these little tidbits with each other. And that's really cool because uh, um, that community is there for you to connect with anytime you want. And um, 
The junk journal community is growing. It's uh, more and more people are getting exposed to the concept of it. And uh, a lot of crafters that have done things for years are, are just, be, it's brand new to them. They're like, wow, I can really incorporate all my other little crafty skills into this art form and and their mind is blown and the next thing you know they're cranking these things out left and right they're trying things different they're exploring they're testing they're they're doing goofy things with paper they've never done before there's a lot of reckless abandon going on and um, you can you can almost feel the little ear tips grow and their little eyebrows raise and uh, their little eyes sparkle and it's a wonderful thing it's a good thing hey not every crafty day goes like that but sometimes they do and those are the gems and all the other ones are bricks in the road down to the next gem. So um, uh, I really love and always appreciate spending time with you, even if it's not synchronous, if it's not at the exact same time. We're still here for each other, and we're still here learning and growing, and we're finding out what works and what doesn't, and we're just we're just playing with the papers, diving in and having fun. So thank you to all of you for having open hearts to be willing to dive in, uh, rummage around in those crazy papers and have some fun with me. Um, I can't wait to hear from you. I love hearing from you. And, um, um, you know, I, I, I cyberly embrace all of you um, for your spirit and your outlook to uh, be creative or at least uh, be open to your creativity because uh, um, you never know when it can strike and maybe it's, it's going to strike today and off you go into the papers. I think that's where I'm going. I'm going to head back over to those papers right now. Sunny, you want to say anything to the fine people here? Yeah, um... Uh, Mom's going back in the craft room. Okay, yep, that's that's kind of what happens around here. Um, <clears throat> did you write that idea down that I told you, Sonny? Yeah, I got it. I, re- I wrote it down. Um, don't, I don't hold pens very well, but I do my best, Mom. <laughs> okay, he's really, he's the best helper ever. Um, anyway, you guys have an awesome day. Remember that fun can be simple. Create with reckless abandon. And uh, I will see you back here at the next podcast. Take care. Bye. Have some fun today.